I'm Lilith Black, and this is episode 5 of Ghost Town Killer. I'm looking for my sister's murderer. Hello? Donovan, I wanted to check... Sorry, I can't hear you. You're cutting out. Hello? Can you hear me? Where are you, Donovan? I'm at the Wilson Creek Falls, talking to the Fuse Gardener. Oh, Tadashi and I are headed out there right now. The coroner admitted that he took the organs and gave them to an anonymous source. And remember that cannibal killer in Prince George a few years ago? Yeah, I remember that. It's brutal. What about it? He was found unfit to stand trial, was treated for schizophrenia, and was released. He moved to Wilson Creek Falls and changed his name to Leonard. Lilith, I can't hear you. Hello? Uh, I think the call dropped. There's no reception wherever he is. We still have some driving yet until we get there. Oh, it's Lucy. I hope the call doesn't drop. Lilith, my lawyers tell me that you sent your cop friend to talk to all of our staff at the house. It's a bit ridiculous. Timothy, Janice, and Leonard are like family. And after everything we went through with my dad, I can't imagine any of Sorry, them- Sorry, what did you say? I said they're like family. No, what are your staff's names? Timothy, Janice, Leonard. Did you say Leonard? Yes, our gardener. Is he from Fort Macbeth? No, he came down from Prince George. He lives off the property now at the falls. Why? I need to go, Lucy. Sorry. Something just came up. Call Donovan. Fuck, he's not answering. And I'm losing reception. I'm taking us to the falls. We will be there soon. How many Leonards from Prince George can there be living in Wilson Creek Falls? Well, statistically speaking, just one. You're not helping. He better be okay. This way, to the falls. Freeze! Put your hands in the air, Leonard. I was promised protection. What is going on? Put your gun down. It's just- It was a baptism. Clear as baggage. Yeah, and it's freezing. This is the cannibal killer from Prince George. What? What are you talking about? Shouldn't that guy be in prison? He has changed his name and moved here. I am cured. I came here and the voices did not follow me. I did not let them talk to me. I do not mean anyone harm. Let's get everyone back to warrant before Donovan goes hypothermic. He was eating barbecued deer's heart? I thought it was tasty. I jumped in the freezing water to get him to tell me who he saw stealing the hatchet. And you guys show up with your guns blazing. You spooked him, and now he's not going to talk. Well, even if he did talk, his statement is not going to stand up in court, as he is a killer himself with mental health issues. Yes, but regardless of the courts, the truth is the truth. He might very well know who the killer is. That's if he even tells us the truth. I listened to your podcast. When I heard the coroner's story, 
You had me convinced that something strange is going on here. Oh? So I want to help you find who framed my sister. <laughs> wow, that's a change of heart. Look, I am still in shock that a gardener on my property is a killer. Leonard is such a nice guy. I had to reconsider everything. Certainly, it's more than possible that he is Amanda's killer. Leonard has an alibi for the night of the murder. Midnight mass at a church and a bunch of people saw him there all night. The priest there said Leonard is reformed. And now that he's on medication, apparently he is very regretful for his past actions. Well, he's been no problem for us all those years, but still, I don't know. Well, you have any other leads? Well, uh, no. I'm going to do some digging. I'll let you know what I find. I'm glad to have Jia on board. The rest of the night does not go so well. I play some music a bit earlier in the evening to not keep Tadashi up. interrupted with tapping on my motel window. Whoever it is, they are right outside the window. I'm gonna go for the door. Who's out there? The door is open and the night is dark. I can't see anyone. Hello? What do you want? Jesus! Another hatchet, just like the murder weapon. Yes, so it is. I heard a tapping on my window and then I went outside to investigate. Someone just threw it at me. It flew by an inch from my face and smashed the window. You might want to start staying somewhere else. Thank you for letting me stay here, Donovan. Of course, yeah, come. Just, uh, no problem. What happened that has you so spooked? I tell him what happened in the motel room. Now, the worst part of that story is he didn't get to finish your guitar jam. Yeah, not the axe part. Did you bring your guitar? Does a one-legged duck swim in a circle? Well, you could play here. I'll play if you join me. Uh, I don't have a kit anymore. I had to make room for the baby. Oh. Well, I don't want to play alone. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll... I'll play with you. <laughs> I thought you didn't have a kit. I don't need it. I have sticks. The world is my drum kit. Just bang on whatever. 
spoken like a true man. We play all night until, exhausted, we pass out on the couch. I wake up with my head resting on Donovan's shoulder. An empty whiskey bottle sits on the table. My amp is still on. Hey. <clears throat> Good morning. Morning. Sorry, this couch is not the most comfy. Do you want breakfast? I have like, I got like cereal. Hey, Tadashi phoned a few times last night. Donovan, I realize the time, but can you please call me back? It's important. You have reached Tadashi Hamamoto. Please leave a message. He's not answering. Let's go check in with him at the motel. Hello? Tadashi! Tadashi! I'm gonna call him. His phone is in his motel room. Tadashi! Donovan, let's go get the manager. He'll have the key. Well, I guess since you're all cops, here's the keys. Tadashi's stuff looks like it's in a half state of being packed, and it's everywhere in the motel room, but there's no sign of him. Where the fuck is he? Maybe he'll come back. He could be chasing a lead. Who leaves without their phone? And gun? A person who was forced to leave. Donovan calls the station. 10-7 investigation, Eddie We give short statements to the officers. They call Vancouver and check what the protocol is. Missing investigator with no body and no real signs of foul play. <sighs> we leave. What are you reading? It's Tadashi's notebook. Lilith, you shouldn't have taken that. I borrowed it, and when Tadashi comes back, I'll return it. He has so many notes. Lots on Jia, on me. And on the last page he wrote... Who is Sophie Tremblay? And then, look, he writes library, and with a long number. I text Jia to tell him we have a lead. He meets us at the library. Fort Macbeth has a small, local library. Because books are still important, even out here in the Valley of Ghosts. I don't know if you should be doing this. I'm just picking up where Tadashi left off. 
A lead. Finally. What's he doing here? He wanted to help. <laughs> we have a missing investigator. Okay? We should have been there for him. I have to go. I'm gonna go see what I can find out about Tadashi. Ja and I speak with a librarian. Do you know who Sophie Tremblay is? No. Should I? I don't know. Should you? We're a library. I just know books. Not people. Well, unless the people are in books. Did a police investigator come in here? Mr. Hamamoto, yes. He spent all of his time looking at the newspaper archive on microfilm. How do we access this? On the computer? No, it's a machine in the back, past the mystery novels. We figure out that the number Tadashi wrote down must have been a date. We find that day's paper. We look through this edition for any mention of Sophie Tremblay. We stop at an article. Local skater goes for gold. It's about Tiffany Harp being picked for the Canadian Olympic team. What a fluff piece of journalism. It's a feel-good piece, yeah. The making of a local hero. I'm glad it's on the public record. Tiffany likes boys and the color pink. Next article. Local cat looks like Christopher Walken. Wait, I think I saw something on the Tiffany article. Go back. There, at the end of the article, Tiffany joins the team as a last-minute substitution for Sophie Tremblay of Montreal, who is recently deceased. Can we agree that this looks suspect? How does a fit and trained young girl unexpectedly die? I don't know, but I am curious to find out. I've booked us two tickets to Montreal. Somebody out there must know what happened to Sophie Tremblay. I get a call from Donovan. They found Tadashi's car. I say they will meet him there. Hello. You brought him again? For all we know, we could have hired the hit on Tadashi. Hm, I doubt it. We could be pissed that we locked up his sister. Just, just tell him to wait in the vehicle. Tadashi's car is parked on the side of a forest road which leads out of town. The road is not a main one, and seldom used. The car is empty. No trace of Tadashi. There's no sign of anyone. Why are there no footprints from his car? He left in another car from the road. I don't like that thought. Maybe he wasn't in the car when it drove here. And I like that one even less. So, Tadashi vanished like a ghost. This is a closed crime scene. Come on, let's go. Move! There is more ongoing drama surrounding the ghost town killer case. The investigation must be cursed because the lead homicide investigator is now missing. His car was found abandoned on the highway north heading out of Fort Macbeth. Authorities have yet to release any other information or comment if there's any connection between the investigator's disappearance and the ghost town killer case. The lead detective in the Amanda Summers murder case is now missing. Do I need to say anything else than Lucy Fu has a lot of money and powerful friends? 
I had a guy look into Tiffany, and they found a local farmer who ran against her for mayor many years ago and withdrew from the race. I heard that there was some bad blood between them. Oh, do tell. Well, it was someone on the city council, a guy named Billy. Can we talk to him? Is he still around? Yeah, he's around. He owns a farm outside of town. is the king wizard of being casual. He greets us wearing a tie-dye shirt and cargo shorts in the dead of winter. Billy invites us in. We remove our shoes at the door and he gives us a pair of slippers each. Would you uh, like some tea? I have uh, fennel spice or broccoli cilantro. Uh, fennel. Broccoli. It's just like you to pick broccoli. Some of us have taste. I hope Fort Macbeth realizes what they lost when your sister passed. Amanda was a special soul. You knew her? She was a regular customer of mine. I'd sell her crystals and ethically sourced incense, goat milk soaps. Back when I reared goats. <laughs> Sounds like you probably made half my birthday gifts from Amanda. We'd like to talk to you about when you ran for mayor. Oh, <laughs> that. Uh, seems like all water under the bridge now. Why did you run? After being a city councilor for a couple of years, I wasn't happy with the decline of the city and the way Tiffany didn't have any future vision on... How to improve the situation. Look where we are now. We needed to diversify the economy. To save this dying town. We, we needed to try something. You seem really passionate about Fort Macbeth. Why did you drop out of the race? I kept getting these threats. Written notes. At first I passed them off as not that important. What did the messages say? To drop out of the race with written, cut-up newspaper letters, like you see on TV. Oh, I, I didn't back down, and, well, I ran a great campaign. At least, for a while. The next thing that happened is... burned into my memory. I woke up early to go and feed the girls, Jenny, Babs, and Chewy, my goats. When I opened the barn... It was devastating. Someone had killed my goats violently. They looked like they'd been taken off the property and run through a rock crusher and then returned. Hirsch. I am so sorry to hear that, sir. Then, on the side of my barn in goat's blood, they wrote, Stop. I never realized how much I cared about those little buggers until they were gone. They weren't even meant for slaughter. I'm a vegan. Billy, that's terrible. Well, I started drinking again. First time in 20 years. 
My campaign team, that's to say my wife, sat me down and convinced me to cut my losses. So, I dropped out of the race. Do you think it was Tiffany? Would a bronze figure skating champion be capable of running three sweet-natured milking coats through a rock crusher? It could have been any of her crazy redneck supporters in this town, of which there is no short supply. Donovan is not answering my calls. He has my stuff at his place. Jan and I fly out to Montreal tomorrow morning, so I ask him if I could spend the night at the Fu family home. You're at my place? Yes. Jia is finally helping me. I have all but given up on that guy. He doesn't return my messages. We're following a lead and flying to Montreal tomorrow. Your sister and I used to dream about going there. The freedom of a place where one can be oneself. We wanted to study art or something. Seems so far-fetched now. I would tell you to say hello to my brother, but don't bother. Like you should leave Mayor Tiffany alone. Cause she's always been very supportive of this community. But when you accuse my brother, fine, okay. The gardener who killed the lady at the lake, that made sense, sure. But Mayor Tiffany? I mean, come on, Lilith, you're really reaching here. I'm just picking up where Tadashi left off. And look what happened to him. I need to know what happened to my sister. The prosecutors think you're a laughingstock. I mean, you keep on accusing everyone. Even if you catch the killer, no one's going to believe you. A risk I'm going to have to take, Donovan. I go to bed. And in the morning, we go catch a flight to Montreal. Have you gone to visit Lucy yet? I couldn't face her. I feel guilty. Maybe I wish I was around more. Those lawyers were supposed to get her off, you know? I I always thought you could buy justice with money. That might just be in America. I've never been to Montreal. Me neither. Ladies and gentlemen, kindly remain seated with your seatbelts fastened until we have parked at the gate. Welcome to Moya! You're going to the southwest side? Yes, uh, we. Are you due on your honeymoon? No. We're here on business. What sort of business do you do? Mining. It's complicated. Oh, complicated mining. That sounds interesting. Is it uh, for gold? No. That does sound complicated. How big is your mine? Do you drive uh, those huge monster truck with the big tires? The mine is dying. The place we come from, the whole town is dying. Except no one is willing to talk about it. My sister actually died. She was murdered. We're chasing the killer, and people who have been asking too many questions end up disappearing. Shall we listen to the radio? Good idea. Ce soir, au programme, nous présentons des urbanistes qui parleront de l'avenir de Montréal. Croissance industrielle et économique et impact positif qu'elle aura. Ce fut une excellente année pour la ville. Thanks. Merci. 
Do you speak French? Language apps. I forgot about cities, noise and crowds. And yet, despite all the people around, you're somehow more anonymous. Jia and I take the metro to Pont Vieux, a French-speaking, working-class area in Laval. It's a suburban neighborhood on the edge of Montreal. We need to speak with Sophie's parents, Alice and Hector. With some clever internet sleuthing, I have their address. Lucy wanted to take your sister here. Do you have any idea why? I think they wanted to do art classes together. It was their dream. To come here and run away and have a better life. I guess they didn't make it. Do you know the funny thing about running away from your problems? They follow you there. Are you talking from experience? Hong Kong was great, but I was still me. Yeah, Vancouver was the same. Uh, we're here. Bonjour. Uh, bonjour. Uh, je m'appelle Lilith Black. Je suis un journaliste. Oh, English is fine. Uh, who are you? I wanted to talk to you about your daughter, Sophie. Are you Alice? Alice Tremblay? A journalist? Who do you work for? For an internet news program. I'm doing a story on another figure skater from BC, and your daughter's name came up. No. We do not want to talk. Désolé. Uh, sorry. I came all the way from British Columbia. Bonne journée. That didn't really go as planned. Yeah. Mm. So, what is plan B? I'm not really a plan B sort of person. Neither was I. You know, I had this big plan in Hong Kong, and then I was going to come back and spend a bunch of time with my family, my dad. But he got sick well before I was able to. I feel the same way about Amanda. I came back to be with her, and, well, it didn't work either. In a way, we're both already doing plan B now. So what do you say let's get over our numbering system, and let's get the job done? We need to find out about Sophie. I have a feeling that her parents are not the only people in Montreal that knew her. I'm speaking here with Ben, the motel manager, about investigator Tadashi Hamamoto's disappearance. Thanks for coming down. Yeah, it's not good when guests disappear. He was one of my only customers. Anything I can do to help find him... Hey, the, 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 the police department's gonna pay his bill, right? Yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll get sorted out. Good, because business is really slow. Okay, when was the last time you saw the investigator? Yeah, he was coming by to see he'd sorted out the noise issue he was having with the place. Really, really nice guy. Did you have any contact with the investigator Hamamoto the night of his disappearance? Uh, no. Did you see anything suspicious that night? Well, this, this fancy car pulled up to the place and drove down to where his room was. And uh, a few minutes later, it came speeding back and pulled out of the parking lot in a real hurry. Wait, hold on. What do you mean fancy? No, I don't know. Like a rich person's car. Hey, hang on. You mean a car like this? Yeah, that, that could have been. Let it be known that I've shown the witness a picture of Fu's car. The next morning, we set out from the posh hotel we are staying at to follow a new lead. There's a woman named Jacqueline who was also trying out for the Olympic team that year. 
She's now a figure skating coach and teacher. And luckily, she's teaching a class at a local ice rink today. D'accord, et 11, 12 et 13. Tout le monde fait 5 minutes de plus. Continuez votre bon travail. Jacqueline, I'm a journalist from British Columbia and I'm doing a story on figure skaters. I was hoping... Can you see I am in the middle of teaching a class? Oh, sorry, I thought you were... I do not have time to chat. Hello again. I did not mean to interrupt. This is my associate, Jia. Um, bonjour. I do not know what you're saying, but I do not want it. I have plans to meet someone and I really must be going. I just wanted to ask, do you know anything about a figure skater named Sophie Tremblay? What do you know about Sophie? Well, not a lot. That's why we're asking you. Sophie and I were best friends until she vanished. Vanished? Do you know what happened to her? I am very curious. Well, we read in a local newspaper that Sophie died. When? The late 90s, just before the Olympics. Sorry, I need to sit down. You didn't know? I spent my whole life being mad at Sophie for disappearing. What sort of a best friend does that without a word? I did not ever think that she was dead. That's really sad. She was so young. How did you guys meet? Skate practice. That's that's all we ever did as kids. Skate, skate, skate. So your only friends were those kids at the rink. But weren't you also competing against each other? Uh, yeah, but in the end, the competition is... Um, uh, how do you say, um, only with oneself. Could you tell us more about the time around when she vanished? This was a long time ago. One day she stopped coming to practice and I thought she must be sick, but she never came back. Sophie and I had made plans to go on a trip to Toronto the following month and I ended up canceling because I didn't want to go on my own. She never returned any of my calls. A rumor went around that she moved away and I thought she ditched me. I was hurt and I was furious. Do you know how she died? No, we were hoping you did. Can you tell me when you find out? Her parents would know, I, I would assume. Have you tried to reach out to them? Jia and I returned to the Tremblays and tried to get Sophie's parents to talk to us. We did what all good stalkers do and waited outside their building to accidentally run into them. And I got my chance when I saw Alice coming home. Uh, Excuse-moi, I'm a news reporter and I tried to talk to you yesterday. I do not want to talk to you about our daughter. Sorry. What if I told you that... My sister, Lucy, was charged with murder and that she is innocent. And Sophie might be connected in some way and you might be able to help us. 
fine. Come inside. Thank you for the tea. Montreal winters are not the same as in British Columbia. It's very cold here. Did you know, my daughter? You two uh, don't look old enough. Uh, no. We didn't, but I was talking to another skater, Jacqueline. She spoke very highly of your daughter. She said Sophie was a very happy and dedicated skater, set to win at the Olympics, get the gold for Canada. I wanted to be a figure skater when I was a young girl, but my family uh, never had the money. Dreams, uh, they are expensive to chase, and you really need to give something like that everything. I, uh, I started Sophie skating at such a young age. She had a great natural ability for the sport, uh, genetics maybe, but I guess that came from me too. <laughs> I used to tell myself that Sophie liked it, but maybe she was just doing it to make her mom happy. I thought uh, I was supporting her uh, on her mission, was she supporting me and mine? When Sophie died, uh, I didn't want a lot of people to know the reason. I couldn't find any information on it. It was the Olympics and uh, they did not want to hear uh, such a sad story. People only want to hear things about success. Will you please tell us what happened? Sophie left for practice early on her own. She had to catch uh, two different metros to get to the ice rink. When she was waiting at the station, uh, the station for her transfer, she jumped in front of her connecting metro, and, uh, and she died. Oh my. I'm sorry. Did anyone else see her? Sophie sent us a letter before she jumped. It arrived a few days later by post. It was a suicide note. And the letter said we had pushed her too hard and talked about how unhappy she was. She could not take it anymore. Had to stop it. Her papa and I just wanted what was best for her. We just wanted to make sure she used those gifts. We never realized that she was struggling. Everyone has secrets. Here, let me show you. Uh, follow me. She takes us to see Sophie's room. It's untouched since she died. A time machine to decades ago. Her youth skating trophies, awards and ribbons lined up on the shelves. Teen heartthrob posters up on the walls. The suicide letter sits in a frame on the wall, envelope and all. Excuse me. Seeing all of this, it still breaks my heart. Very sorry to have bothered you. This is Corporal Donovan McKenzie taking a witness statement from Leonard, the Foos Gardener. Is there something you want to tell me, Leonard? Yes, but I need to know if you can guarantee my safety. These are dangerous people. Uh, yeah, of course, Leonard. I would just want to bring justice to the situation. You said you had some information about the hatchet, the one used to murder Amanda Summers. 
The night of the murder, I saw someone sneaking around the Foo's backyard. They went into the shed and took the hatchet. Mm. What time is it? Around six at night. At least if you had already left the property to go on a trip. I think so. And did you get a good look at the hatchet thief? I did. Even in the dark? This is going to come as a surprise, but I saw Lucy's brother, Gia, taking the hatchet. After a long flight, we return to Fort Macbeth with no evidence. Back at the Foo House, Ja and I relax after a long journey. He opens some wine. <sighs> the mine's not going to last forever, Lilith. Everyone acts like it is, but it's not. There's only so much coal in the ground. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm the only person who can see that. The town is so dependent on the mine. <sighs> no, I, I know. My gut tells me that I have to sell the mine while it's still worth something. I mean, what would you do? I'd sell it. Might scare people enough so they leave the town. <sighs> you see, I don't know if I can do it. It's the police. They have a warrant to search the place. Ja is furious. Okay, this is just another example of the police in this town singling out our family. Now, I thought being rich was supposed to mean we were above the law. Hmm? It's not funny, sir. I'm here on very serious business. They find something. It's a burner cell phone. There are messages on the phone to the coroner telling him to get the organs. That phone is not mine. I have never seen it before. I don't know what to believe. I exit the house and go down on the bottom of the driveway. The police finish their search and leave the property through the main gate. Donovan's in the last car. He slows down and stops to talk to me. Hey. I was going to stay with Jia, but now it just seems like a bad idea. I left my guitar at your place. Yeah, I guess you can come over then. We go back to Donovan's place. Do you want to jam again? I had a great time playing with you. The last time we did that, Tadashi died. We don't know that. He's just missing. Now, if I'd been there to answer my messages, maybe he'd still be around. What's going on here? Lilith doesn't feel appropriate considering I'm still married. Your wife is... well... You're not cheating. We only played music. You're welcome to stay here, but I'm going to go stay in the motel. There's some other place in town and we have work to do. Have a good night. Donovan. Lilith, I am leaving you a message. I know you don't check them very often, so I hope you get this. Today feels like uh, one of those seize-the-moment days. I just had to let you know. You are a good detective. I wanted to give you some advice. The world is full of distractions. On your journey to the truth, false clues are everywhere to confuse you. Your job is to see through the distractions. The path to the truth is through them. Always keep your mind on your goal. Stay focused. 
Ask yourself, what am I trying to do? A body has been discovered by hikers outside of Fort Macbeth today. It had been dismembered and a leg washed up on a remote riverbank. The police believe they have recovered the remains of Tadashi Hamamoto, the lead homicide investigator of the ghost town killer who went missing from his motel room days ago. The remains are believed to have been dumped into the river and carried away by the current. An underwater search is being conducted. Ha <laughs> 